You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. So I had this great idea for an intro to this episode. Really brilliant. Tru- truly amazing. If they had an award ceremony for introductions, it would definitely be up there. This would be the Artist of the Millennium uh, Award for Michael Jackson type of award for an introduction. And of course, I forgot what it was. I thought it up yesterday and completely mm. forgot what it was. Okay. So, so where do we go from here? Well, speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> speaking of awards... Yes. The Grammys are coming up. Yeah, they just announced the nominees like a couple weeks, yes. couple weeks ago. Definitely right. The, well, uh, I guess a couple days ago was the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So Grammys. I never like all the stuff that's nominated for the Grammys. At least for me, like, I haven't listened to probably any of it at this point. Yeah, there's it's it's a rare bunch that I've actually listened to. Yeah. Either that or it's um, those songs where you have heard it, but you've never like recognized that oh that's that song you kind of yeah. just maybe heard it on tv or on the radio or something like that yeah well i have listened to a lot of top 40 radio recently not, oh, yeah. by, not by choice <laughs> because it's it's just always on yeah and i i know the songs but i don't necessarily know who sings them right uh, except for one i know logic does the really sad song okay. talks about how he doesn't want to live Interesting. Yeah, but it, it's like it's a really popular song. It's always on Z100. Like hmm. it's the, it's like a big hit. It, he's like says like I don't want to be alive. I want to die today. But it's like uh, it's kind of strange that that's such a big hit right now because it doesn't seem it seems very sad for a hit. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, and I was actually just listening to someone, and I know this is kind of this might be slightly off topic, but sometimes a lot of songs that are have really sad lyrics, they're masked. With like upbeat kind of with upbeat music, in in this case actually with the Logic song, and yeah, I don't, I honestly don't know the name of it, but that song actually does have like a sad feel to it as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got both things going for it. Interesting. I wonder if it's this song, which I I went to the Grammys website yeah. to kind of see what was what were the songs that were nominated. Yeah, and one of the songs that was nominated was. It was literally a phone number. Yeah, was it? Oh, it was like the suicide 1-8, hotline. Yeah, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. And I didn't know realize that that's what that was. And then I yeah. looked it up, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's the song. I, I was thinking that's really interesting. It's kind of a smart idea if you think about it. I, yeah, I have no problem with the song necessarily. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just weird that it's playing on top forty radio, like as like we've got like the top hits, and then like that comes on, right? And it, like, and also it comes on at least once an hour. Mm-hmm. That to me is weird. But, yeah, I mean, I guess if a song is doing well, or if it's you know if it's popular, then that's what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I, all I've been seeing, at least on the Grammys for the Grammy stuff, is just Kendrick Lamar, and Kendrick Lamar has been. Everywhere with uh, with like the best album of the year, like he's yeah. everywhere. There's there's and the thing the thing is I'm a little confused as to what's what because they have like album of the year and record of the year oh, and song of the, the year. The categories make no sense. Yeah, it to all me. sounds. Luckily, they did provide on the website the uh, description of what each of them relates to. Yeah, but it still sounds ridiculous. Well, but, it doesn't make sense, especially. The one, the categories that are the ones that really don't make sense to me are 
the rock album mm-hmm. versus alternative album. Yeah. I, I will never understand that. And I think, I don't, do you have the categories there with you? I, I have almost all the categories. Well, th- th- let me rephrase that. A lot of the categories minus, th- there's so many, there's like 80 something different categories. Really? Yeah. But it's other things like um, soundtracks and oh, okay. um, music videos, as well as a lot of, um, I don't know, instrumental kind of uh, classical yeah. stuff like that. There's a f- also a few um, categories that are like old school songs. So they go, I don't know, I guess they give awards back to like classical music, not necessarily uh, just music that is um, in that style right. that is coming out today, but I guess older songs. I don't know why that seems a little bit weird to me, but maybe it's uh, related to a rendition of a classical piece. Sure. So maybe a specific orchestra that performs it. Yeah. I honestly, I have no idea, but I know a lot of the stuff, a lot of those categories, they don't even, they don't announce them on the Grammys show. Yeah. This is stuff that's like, oh, by the way, this person also won a Grammy too. Mm-hmm. But it, the only, they really only announce like the the big categories, if I'm not mistaken. You know, between you and me, I haven't watched the Grammys in years. Yeah. It's I don't I don't like award shows to begin with, and the Grammys was always my least favorite because yeah. there's just so. And I guess this you know the same could be said for movies too. But there's so much music out there at a given time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does it doesn't. It's more about what sells versus what. Sh- what's like the best reviewed necessarily. Right. Sometimes there is a little bit of crossover. And I think that's probably the case with a lot of the stuff this year. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times that's not, it's it's what sells. Yeah, that's, I, I'm kind of in the same boat where uh, out of all the kind of award ceremonies, yeah. the music related ones, I couldn't really care less, even though I, I work in the music industry. But yeah. for me, it's, I find that it is, has to do with more of the popularity of a song as opposed to the quality or the the musicianship of of a piece. I mean, if like if movies went that way, or if the Oscars went that way, Michael Bay would be winning Best yeah. Director every year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that would be terrible. So to answer your your question before with the, the rock categories, there's Best Rock Song. I thought it's just all the rock doing the Rock Johnson. All- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that actually that's he deserves a Grammy too. He does. Yeah. Good for him. But yeah, there's that there's best rock song, best rock album, and then best alternative music album. Yeah. I and which <sighs> yeah, I, I don't understand because I saw that uh the band The War on Drugs, they they landed in one of the categories. I think they landed in if I'm not mistaken, they landed in the rock category. Which and band? What's that? Which band did you say? The War on Drugs. Oh, okay. They landed in the best rock category, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and the National landed in the best alternative album hmm. category. And I don't know what the differential is there. Yeah, it I don't It just doesn't I don't make know. sense to me. What, what I'm showing here, um, and I also missed two of them. There's also the best rock performance. Yeah. And best metal performance. Okay. Um. So f- for for those categories, best rock performance is there according to them is for new vocal or instrumental solo duo slash group or collaborative rock recordings, which mm-hmm. was something that I noticed with the um, the more pop related ones. Yeah, they really split that up. So they had like best solo, best group, 
yeah. each of those were, were kind of the different categories. And it seems over the years, Brock has been kind of lumped up into smaller and smaller categories. Well, I think it goes by what's the dominant art form mm-hmm. of yeah. the day. And right now, I would say pop music probably is the dominant yeah, definitely. Form where rock really takes a back seat. So for, the, for it's it's weird. So for the the best rock performance, we have Leonard Cohen, which was a little surprising. I I mean I I loved that album. Yeah, the you want it darker. It's, you want it darker. Mm-hmm. But that that came out. I guess it probably came out after the cutoff for last year's Grammys. Mm, that must have been it. It came out and the album sounded like. I mean, it, like he was like that was it. Like he was gonna die, and he died like a week after the album was, oh, wow. was released. So that yeah, that seems kind of strange. I mean, it's it's a, honestly it's a great album. It's it's beautiful. Um, it's dark. It's called "You Want It Darker," right? Uh, but that's interesting that that's on the rock. Yeah, rock a uh, best rock performance, but performance because it's one guy. Well, it's I, it's it's not. Yeah, I don't know. It for it says for new vocal or instrumental solo duo slash group or collaborative rock recording, which that's kind of vague. Yeah. Um, the other people are uh, Chris Cornell with The okay. Promise. Okay. Foo Fighters, because of course they're going to be related in any uh, rock category. I didn't, I didn't even know they had an album it's this year. It's apparently called Run. Like, again, know. like I had no idea. Um, I don't know the, I'm going to, I probably will pronounce this wrong. Kalo? K-A-L-E-O with No Good. Yeah, I'm, I, I, don't, no I don't know clue. that one. Um, and then nothing more with Go to War. Okay. I don't know I that don't know either. That, that either. Um, and then in, I know some of the bands in the best metal performance, which is mm. essentially the same thing as the best rock performance with regards to for new vocal, instrumental, solo, duo group, or collaborative metal recordings. And that is August Burns Red, Invisible Enemy, mm-hmm. Body Count with Black Hoodie, Code Orange with Forever, Mastodon with Sultan's Curse, and Meshuggah with Clockworks. And the only two bands I knew were Mastodon and Meshuggah. I don't know any of them. <laughs> I, I'm so unfamiliar with metal, especially yeah. metal. Now, I could tell you maybe like some like 80s hair metal, <laughs> but like that's not the same thing at all. No, right? definitely it's not. Like the music has changed so much. Yeah, it definitely seems different. And that's never, I mean, maybe in the 80s it was, but it's not dominant now by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there's Best Rock Song, and that's a songwriter's award. It includes rock, hard rock, and metal songs. And a song is eligible if it was first released or if it first achieved prominence during the eligibility year. That, that was, thank you for being vague. Uh, artists' yeah. names appear in parentheses, singles, or tracks only. You have Atlas Rise, James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich, uh, Metallica. Okay, yeah, yeah. You have Blood in the Cut, J.T. Daly and Christian uh, Flattery, uh, songwriters K-Flay. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's that song, Go to War. That was that band, Nothing More. Uh, there's a few uh, songwriters on that one. Then you have Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Um which, interestingly enough, they just do the songwriters as Foo Fighters. I guess they each claim a cut. Um, I like that. And that was for Run. Yeah. And then the last one is Avenged Sevenfold. Holy crap. What? Yeah. Really? They have uh, the stage. That's pretty cool. See, I didn't know they were still doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, I didn't know. Good on I, I, them. Yeah, it's it's so weird. I'm, I'm like, I feel so out of the loop when it comes to this stuff. Right. And then, so the, the I'll go for over the last two categories that were this. Mm. You had the best rock album. And that's yeah. for albums containing at least 51% playing time of new rock, hard rock, or metal recordings. I guess that's related to maybe 
radio play? I'm not really sure. I don't know, but you had Mastodon. It it, it's not. It's not helping me. It's no, <laughs> it's not. I'm not like. Oh, okay. Now I get there, it. No. It's too vague. Yeah, the, but there's Mastodon it. with Emperor of Sand, Metallica with Hardwired to Self Destruct, Nothing More with the stories we tell ourselves, Queens of the Stone Age. Holy crap! Yeah, that's pretty well, they're, cool. They're they're in the news right now for they are. for something negative. Yeah. Although when this comes out, maybe that'll the dust will have settled on that. Yeah. But. Which speaking of, speaking of which, we made that uh, joke. Yeah. Um, with the last episode yeah uh with regards to you right at the very end you're like oh who knows maybe mcadoo will be fired oh yeah and he was <laughs> and he was good on me for predicting yeah. the future look at me you. along with like every other giants fan <laughs> in existence yeah so queens of the stone age have villains and then the last one the war on drugs mm-hmm. uh, a deeper understanding yeah and then finally, we're into alternative yeah. with best alternative music. And it's just saying vocal or instrumental. Right. That uh, you have Arcade Fire, Everything Now. Which sucked and no one liked that album. Because that, <laughs> I, I, I really like Arcade Fire. Okay. But that album was critically panned. Mm-hmm. It was like the the lead single is a ripoff of Dancing Queen by ABBA. Like everything. Really? That, that album is just a mess. And <sighs> why it got, I guess, again, maybe it actually sold well. Mm-hmm. There's Humans by Gorillaz. I didn't know they had an album out this year. I did hear that they had an album coming out, but I feel like there was so little hype about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I was disappointed about that because, like, Gorillaz are pretty cool. I, I, yeah, I always like the Gorillaz. Um, LCD Sound System had an album, yeah. American Dream. I just saw them the other night. Oh yeah, yeah, they were good. It was great. Well, they're they're actually right now in the middle of a ten um ten show run at Brooklyn Steel. Oh, that's pretty um, cool. Yeah, and sold out every night. I think I went just saw a show there. It's great. Yeah, it's a great very, venue. Very cool I, venue. I really like it. Yeah, saw them. Oh, it was it was a great. First off, I had a great spot because mm-hmm. I was. I mean, it was like a dance party. It was fun, but I haven't been feeling too well this week. So I got a spot like by like the railing and you could like see over everyone. You could see like people dancing in front. It was a good place to watch. Nice. It was very nice. And it was just a great show and it was a lot of fun. So yeah. And that album is very good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, oh, I'm sorry. There's two more. There's Pure Comedy, which is by Father John Misty. Yes. I've, I've seen him. And then, uh, as you mentioned, the National with Sleep Well Beast. Yeah, which is great too. But like, they're all so different. Those albums. Yeah, and I mean, Sleep Well Beast is great, but it's you know, it's a National album, so it's like slower mm -hmm. and sadder. Which I I don't know what the name of their the single from that album is. Maybe it is the the title. The system only dreams in total darkness. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. I I I used to do a. a blog where I would review music and I reviewed the national and I liked their like first three albums. Yeah. Um, I didn't like their later albums. Just, I felt they were too maybe overprocessed, maybe too much, um, I, compression going on. I could understand that, but I, yeah, I actually really liked whatever the, the single was. I, I heard yeah. it on the, on the radio a bunch. And I, at first when I heard it, I was like, is did Depeche Mode put out a new album? <laughs> it, it was not them, obviously, but it, they were really good. The, the, really that single's it. really good, and it's very different. It's like more, it's like a rockin' single. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, it has like a guitar solo. Is that like, and that's yeah, like um, unheard of for them? Because they have like really good musicians mm-hmm. in the band. Well, and, what I really liked yeah. about their with their, origi- their earlier albums is that it was just like straight up rock. Like, it yeah. just had like this grittiness mm-hmm. and just kind of, I don't know, the just raw kind I, of I feeling. I personally preferred that too. Yeah. I, I like I like it all, 
but mm-hmm. um, I was I gravitated towards that as well. Because th- it's also like there's something good about something that's like slightly imperfect as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this album, that or at least that song that I heard, I was just like, oh, this is interesting. This yeah. is kind of new. I like it. It's very good. I like the direction they're going. Um, Excellent. <laughs> and I saw them back in October. Oh yeah. And uh, I got it was a great show because of something that happened where I uh, I went. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast. I don't know. But maybe I was just telling it to people. But I had. I, because of like you know I'm, we're not that old you know we're 28 but yeah. like you get to a point where you know when an encore is gonna happen and you want to <laughs> beat the crowd you know so with my girlfriend I'm like let's go we were, we had seats is at um Forest Hill Stadium okay if you've ever been there and we and I said let's go they were getting ready for the encore I said let's go to the bathroom now because where the bathrooms are it's like you can still see in you can hear everything mm-hmm. so we'll go there and we'll stand like in the corner downstairs and just watch the rest of the show from there and then when it ends we like leave right away and we beat the crowd out it's like great great idea so we go down and and we're watching and they start and so then they started on the song terrible love and i've seen him do this before the lead singer like i've seen videos of him doing this at shows where he'll get up and he'll actually walk into the crowd oh really with his like with the microphone and he'll like drag the cord and like walk into the crowd yeah that's pretty cool and he starts doing that and i'm watching we're like watching i'm like oh he's walking like he's he's walking back here, like he's he's walking back, and he comes all the way back to where we are, and this is like at a stadium, and all of a sudden there's just like a group of us, we're all like singing into his microphone. He's just what? there, yeah. And then he try, and we we just got up to go to the bathroom to beat the like yeah. to beat the rush, and. And then he like goes out, there's like where he can go out into the hallway where like the bathrooms are and security is like, they're like, no, you can't do that. Like, don't do that. That's not a good idea. And he's like pushing through and he's like trying to get through and he goes around and like after this, he goes around this one door and he sort of like disappears and we're all like, where did he go? And he somehow ends up, he walks and he ends up back on stage and the song's over and I'm like, all right, let's go. We had a good, that, that's, that's a great way to end the night. That's and incredible. It was amazing. Got to, like, <laughs> we just, I was just like, yeah, let's just go down there just yeah. like, so we can get out early and ended up being like probably the best concert experience I've ever had because I've never gotten that close to someone to like, and <laughs> who was like, we're like singing with a group of people into his microphone. That's I mean, it's wild. crazy. So that was cool. And I'm, uh. Rooting for that album to win. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty crazy. But like, I can't figure out what's the difference yeah. really between like like you said, what's the difference between that and all the rock albums? It's all kind of rock. I don't understand. I think maybe they just have a lot of albums they wanted to work with, and they and they kind of shove them into categories. Like this seems more alternative than just straight rock. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Have you li- listened to or at least heard any of the the current songs that are up for record of the year or anything from album of the year? Hit me with some of them. I'll hit you with it. So record of the year, and according to the Grammys, that is. The award to the artist or to the producers, recording engineers, or mm-hmm. mixers and masters, mastering engineers, if other than the artist. Okay. So we have uh, Redbone by Childish Gambino. That's a great song. Which I actually, I so I, I was listening to it today just to kind of like familiarize it's myself so with this. And I've heard it before. I didn't, I just never put like the name. You did were like, oh, it. this is totally Donald Glover. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I was listening, I'm like, I actually dig it. It's really good. It's yeah. so different from the other Childish Gambino stuff, yeah, which I, I like some of the, actually some of the other songs mm-hmm. that um, that he did in the past. 
Sure. I, like I hadn't listened to like full albums, but there was like ones, the one hit that he had, uh, 3005, I think it was called. Okay. It's a really good song. <laughs> but then, but Redbone was like so different and like funky. I, I, I loved it. Yeah. It was very cool. Yeah, I yeah. liked that a lot. The other songs were Despacito. That's, I guess, Louis Fonzie, Daddy Yankee, uh, and Justin, featuring Justin Bieber. Yeah, no, I don't like that one. Yeah, no. I've heard that one. Mm-hmm. See, now that I'm like listening to Top 40 at work, I hear all these songs and I'm just like, oh, like fuck this one again yeah. like and and that's what i that's my reaction when that song comes on so, it's not for me it's not yeah, for me yeah me neither have you heard the the next song which is uh the story of oj by jay z I actually don't think so. So I gave it a listen and I, I really liked it. Yeah. It's, it was intense. And I mean, I, I don't want to say exactly what I, like, I don't want to say that I knew exactly what he was trying to say yeah. from that uh, as like a privileged white guy. Yeah. But from what I gathered from listening to the lyrics and, and what he was saying, it seemed that he was kind of going over uh, what it is to be a black person in, in America yeah. and... Uh, even just within the entertainment industry, yeah, and just how uh, no matter no matter what you do, no matter where you can go in your life, to some people you will always be just an N word, yeah. And it seems that that's that was the message that he was uh, getting going on with that uh, going for in yeah. the song, and it was seemed it was very powerful. It was just I was yeah. just, like taken aback by it. Yeah. And then the the music video, especially, he uses kind of like the old school Disney Mickey Mouse like um, Steamboat Willie kind oh, of style really? animation oh, it, it, it was yeah it was pretty wild i definitely recommend uh checking it out yeah well it, it's funny you said that because like i haven't really listened to much rap at all mm-hmm. and the stuff that i listen to my reaction is sort of like like somewhat of like a white guy reaction <laughs> where, and we'll probably get to one of the songs anyway that's on the list mm-hmm. but um yeah i haven't listened to any jay-z yeah um i was never really like I had no problem with Jay-Z. I just never really listened mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. yeah. I listened to the Black album when that's like the one mm-hmm. that I, and like the singles, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, that's pretty much, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I know all the singles. Yeah. Yeah. So the next song was Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I think I know that one. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that the one? I think that's the one they play at Giants games now where, oh, where like before they come out, I think. I don't know. I don't know if that's the one. Is it the one where he's talking about, like, he said, like, he's a line, uh, like, Wimbledon they serve. I don't know if that's I, from that. I don't know. I, I just know it's a Kendrick Lamar song. Yeah. I could, not, I could honestly sure. look this up yeah, right now. Could. I I feel I feel like <laughs> I could have done that with so many things, but I just, like, want to, I want to just keep guessing. Yeah, like, who maybe. just guess at it? The yeah. one thing I did notice with this song, and I'm, I'm curious if maybe it's in other songs and I just haven't noticed, but yeah. both... Humble by Kendrick Lamar and Redbone by Childish Gambino mm-hmm. both reference Kool-Aid in the song. And I know that for rap songs, there's certain, like, um, Grey Poupon is like a big thing that's referenced in a lot of rap songs. Like, even, I think it was Vox yeah. did a, like, a, a video where they, like, dissected a bunch of rap songs and how, I think, like, over 20 or so use Grey Poupon as like a just something they say, mm-hmm. and how it's just an interesting cultural thing within hip hop community. And I was curious, I was like, is Kool Aid gonna be that thing, or am I just noticing two specific songs that are referencing Kool Aid? Yeah, I don't know. Kool Aid's a fun Somebody thing. Somebody who reference. knows a lot of things about uh, rap, please yeah, get, I'm not, to, I'm not the get back to on us. this. Yeah, 
Can somebody get back to us and let us know? Well, I'll tell you what I think about <laughs> the mountain rap. Um, well, just looking at these lyrics, this is definitely not the song. Okay. Because like they they wouldn't be able to play this. That's what I There's was. There's no I, way. That's why I was thinking. Like I, from what I, I gave it a listen today, and I'm <laughs> like, I don't. Really funny if they did. No. If like accidentally this like went over the PA system. Oh, that yeah, it would be it would be very interesting. But you couldn't you you couldn't do it because like every every word is inappropriate to somebody pretty much <laughs> so yeah. there you go so I, i've probably heard it yeah. at some point but like i'll i'll hear it and they'll be like oh yeah that mm-hmm. one yeah. yeah yeah and then the last one is uh 24 karat magic by bruno mars yeah yeah how's you that definitely, go um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sing that okay well uh, i i i know that yeah one. you yeah. definitely know it yeah, yeah i've heard that on the radio yeah it's definitely good. It's good. I like that song. Yeah. I, that's part of the the new Bruno Mars stuff that I, I, I'm actually really liking. I, I don't mind Bruno. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I he's, d- I never I think liked he's extremely his, talented. Yeah. I never liked his, his earlier stuff. Mm. I always recognized that he was an incredible performer. Yeah. Um, he obviously has a great voice and um, the music part I really enjoy, but I always felt his earlier lyrics were a bit simple. Which is fine. I think if nothing else, though, he's a huge talent. Absolutely, and yeah. but like his later stuff, I've been really loving like mm. that. And I was oh like God. that song "Locked Out of Heaven." <laughs> I oh, always yeah? thought that was good. I thought <laughs> it was catchy. <laughs> yeah. So that that those are the songs for the record of the year, yeah. and then album of the year is pretty. It's pretty much almost the same thing. Yeah, it's the album by Childish Gambino, album by Jay Z, Kendrick Lamar, Bruno Mars, and Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah. Lord. I heard that album's very good. Melodrama. Yeah. The big um, controversy. Go Lord. I, yeah, good good for her. <laughs> the big controversy I heard, or I don't know, it's not really a controversy. People make a controversy out of it, but I think it's, it's sure. nonsense. People are like, oh, this, this is the first time in however many years that no white white males are, are nominated for album of the year. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's good good, good for the, the diversity, but like, why is that a controversy, who, people? Who cares? Why is this like, a controversy? Why do, why, do, why do people care about this stuff? It's just like... Is the music good? I just feel like people run out of things to complain <laughs> about. And it's like, oh, like, this seems this seems like something. Yeah, this like, seems Who good. cares? Like let, like, let someone else win a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it just... I, I don't know. That stuff never makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, it's... The Grammys are diverse, you know? And, like, those were the albums that people... Those were the good albums of the year. Yeah. You know? Like Those that's, are the albums. that's what it is. What like what white guy do you want in there that would make you happier? <laughs> yeah. You want to throw in well, Justin Timberlake? I was Did he have say, an album? Uh, was it Blake Shelton? Because he apparently became sexiest man this year. His his music's garbage. Oh At yeah, least, no, it's totally it's garbage. It's just like it's just. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I'm you know I don't really love country music to begin with, but yeah, like what what white person would we throw in then for? Because you have like white people nominated for. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with this. Hey, Your white guys <laughs> nominated in uh, in rock categories. Sure. So I mean, I guess you could put them in like the overall category, right. but that wouldn't probably make any sense because those albums are like alternative and rock. And I was saying at the beginning, they're not the dominant art form. Yeah. Like the dominant art form is like. I mean, I guess a lot of it's rap, but it is. It does go like hip hop and pop kind of go hand in hands. Right. In in a lot of ways, because it's just. It's the popular music that's that's on the radio now, right? Yeah, pop and hip hop. Makes sense. So yeah, the, you, it still, all makes you got sense. Justin Bieber on De- Despacito. Yeah. So there you go. There, there's your one little white boy. Yeah, <laughs> but as far as albums go, I don't know who else would be like. Yeah, I mean, would be uh, there like unless if like those pe- people complaining had a suggestion, 
I would be curious to hear the suggestion of like who should be there. Yeah, go for it. Like, and who would they, and also who would they eliminate from from the group? Yeah, I don't know. There, so there's also song of the year. That's that's oh, different man. from record. Yeah. So so this is this is what they how do they describe it? Yeah. It's very vague as well. Song of the year. A song is eligible if it was first released or if it first achieved prominence during the eligibility year. Artist names appear in parentheses, singles or tracks only. So I'm guessing this is, I, I don't even know. I guess this, what's the difference? Yeah. I don't know. It's, we got Despacito. So that, wait, so that went on both, both of them, That's right? on the record of the year and song of the year. There's okay. 444, which is Jay-Z. Okay. Um, issues, which I don't know who, oh, hold on, Julia Michaels, it says it. Duh. Okay. Julia Michaels. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I know that song. I don't know, even know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who it is, but I... I, I know th- some of the, the songwriters. They You got, like, Benny Blanco. Yeah, who's, that uh, song's not that bad, okay. actually. It's all right. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I don't... When that one comes... Because I'm thinking, like, the songs that come on, like, Top 40, when mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck this thing. Like, when that one comes on, I'm like, all right. All right. You know, it's... It's... It's a... Sent- well, not sentiment. It's uh, emotional. Okay. I don't know how I lost that word but okay <laughs> and then we have that the suicide song the 1-800-273-8255 yeah by logic yeah um and then finally uh bruno mars song that's what i like which i also like that song oh yeah yeah okay that's what i like that's yeah what exactly I like. yeah, yeah there yeah. you go <laughs> all right yeah i know these songs see you know i like being someone in the loop now listening to these <laughs> I have to torture myself, but you know, you right? Get, you get to be familiarized with some of the, exactly. the popular music. So I, w- I also wanted to see. Maybe it's just I don't know. Maybe I'm just a glutton, and I want to see how much of this do we not know of the new artists? So it's the best new artists. Okay. Um, and this, according to them, I'm not saying doing it. It's it's, it's a new artist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's Alicia Cara. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think she's like featured on a song. Maybe I think she was featured on one of those songs right before. Yeah, maybe the Logic song. I think that's yeah. I think that's yeah. 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 I don't know where I threw that. Yeah, I know this stuff. Oh yeah, there it is, the Logic song. Yeah. There you go. How about that? Oh snap! And also the next um, (laughs) best artist is Khaled. Which I obviously I do not think is DJ Khaled because that would make any sense. And that confuses the shit out of me. But he's also on that Logic song. DJ DJ Khaled cracks me up. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's just, a bit funny. He's just ridiculous, but uh, yeah, Khal- Khaled is. There's actually, um, I was listening to. I'm trying to remember. It was one of those, maybe it was on NPR. Yeah. There's there was an actor who was telling his story, and he came to to, to America to, to become an actor, but he had a an ethnic sounding name. Mm-hmm. So he ended up changing it to something I can't remember. It was like like Calvin Ed or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And he's DJ Khaled's brother. Oh really? Yeah. And he was he was making like all these jokes where he's like, I came to America, I changed my name to make it more like palatable. Mm-hmm. And then my brother comes along and just Keeps the name Khaled, and he's like blowing up all over the place, and I still can't find <laughs> an acting job. Oh no! That's or so he's sad. like just a small time actor, but yeah. it, it was it was very funny. But and you know what? A, you know, um, the example I was going to give is uh, Martin Sheen. His brother is yeah. uh, 
Joe Estevez. You may not know Joe Estevez. He looks like a poor man's Martin Sheen, but you know what? His resume is crazy long. He's been in like the most B movies I've ever seen. Oh, that's and he's great. He's working. He's working. Good for him. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know who this Khaled guy is, but good on you. All right. So he's uh, a new, best new artist. Right. right. Or maybe it's a female. Maybe there's a female Khaled. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't confirm or deny. Yeah. Then there's Lil Lil. Lil what? No, sorry. I was just trying to re-enunciate it. Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know. I don't I've know heard the that. name. I don't I don't yeah. know much much about him or her. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't oh, know. there's Julia Michaels is the next person. What, uh, what song did they have? Issues, right? The Issues one. Yeah. It's, it's not that bad. All right. <laughs> it's the song that I've just, my endorsement is, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, it's Saz, S-C-A. I don't know how to pronounce that. Oh, SZA. SZA. Yeah, yeah, SZA. Um, I just, I just, she was super just, white right there. She was just on, it's all right. SZA. It's all right. Um, <laughs> she was on SNL last week okay. with James Franco. She was the musical guest. I didn't watch, I didn't see it, so I all don't right. know. But I know she's like a big deal right now. All right. SZA. Good on her. Yeah. I, but again, like, I don't know anything mm-hmm. about her. So I'm guessing because she's new, maybe she doesn't have an album out yet. Or no, no, I'm sorry. No, she did have an album out. So I don't know. If maybe she missed the deadline, maybe. who knows? Because like Leonard, like you said, Leonard Cohen, Leonard Cohen yeah. has been dead over a year now, and, and his album yeah. just got nominated. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if, if you want to go more into this. Of, I, I kind of wanted to just like you know but, talk about our yeah. What are you, our, what have you been listening this, to this year? this year? I was thinking about this today. Like my, I was like thinking like I should think of like my top five albums of the year. Okay, like I could share that. I don't really know what that's like. What what that says like because i haven't listened to every album mm-hmm. you know these are like the albums i've listened to and i've enjoyed so i say these are, if i like make the claim these are the best albums of the year it's like no these are albums i liked this year yeah sure this is what i you know these were my favorites these are my personal favorites so as far as the grammy list goes the national was the album that's that was on my list and the lcd sound system one too although i wasn't as familiar with that album until mm-hmm. more recently i just because i that came out not too long ago and i'm more familiar with like the other albums before that okay but like i love the new album from what i've heard but i've listened to the national album a lot and that one's great and the other stuff isn't on the grammy list for for this year so the other albums i liked the future islands album that came out this year if you're familiar with that it's called the far field it's very good and that's another band i actually saw uh, at brooklyn steel Mm. and was a great show Another album I liked, Real Estate's In Mind, that came out in March. Okay. That was great. I loved the new, brand new album, and that was surprising, because <laughs> I, you know, they hadn't been around in a really mm-hmm. long time. Uh, that one was called Science Fiction, and that, I'm surprised, I really think that album was reviewed very well, and I think it would have had more popularity had the, uh, the sexual assault scandal not happened. I'm actually not aware of this. Yeah, the lead singer was accused oh, of... Oh, really? Um, he was accused of assaulting like a 15-year-old girl. Oh, damn. From like years ago. And that's not so surprising to me, mm-hmm. given that that sort of uh, like that, the emo, like uh, that like culture, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. 
it, it doesn't surprise it's it's fucked up it's yeah. really fucked up but uh yeah it's it's not as as big of a shock but i think like that album would have it did have praise when it first came out and now i've looked at like end of the year lists on like different websites like pitchfork and there was some some noisy maybe some other mm-hmm. some music sites just to see like what they're saying and they a lot of them are pretty similar in what they're like all of them say kendrick lamar's albums like number one but they i feel like they would have had the brand new album on there had this not happened. Right. I feel like that sways the opinions. But anyway, I loved the album. Mm-hmm. I really did. I thought it was great. And, um, you know, there's some other stuff too. I mean, I the Leonard Cohen album, I wouldn't count. That was from last year, so I wasn't mm-hmm. going to even count that. I like this band Tiger's Jaw. Okay. That's like, um, they're kind of like an emo band too. I, I've decided this year that I really just don't care what I listen to anymore like if <laughs> I, if, it, if it sounds good if i can get into it like i i got like who who gives a shit like yeah, it's, why not? it's good it's fun so i really got into i got into that album that album was called spin and it was actually pretty well reviewed too they did they did a um it's actually two people it's a girl and a guy okay and they did an npr tiny desk concert you ever oh see sure that? yeah yeah it was very good it was very sweet oh awesome so yeah this stuff's really good so those were like I, I named five, right? I think, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so those were five albums I really liked. The common, I wouldn't say I had a sad year. There's a theme of sadness on <laughs> yeah. a lot of these albums. But um, the Future Islands album is fun. It Excellent. Is, do, so, do you have like a um, any any specific songs that you really liked from yeah, these albums that well, you could recommend? Well, songs from these albums, sure. I actually had, I had a playlist on Spotify of oh, like cool. albums I like. Oh, there was another one too. I liked uh, Ariel Pink's album something bobby jameson Hmm. but i actually i have a playlist and there were some songs i liked from albums you know really this year i didn't listen to full albums a whole lot i kind of picked songs you're right picking and choosing so uh i'll give you a few i mean we talked about the one national song but actually the song that my favorite on the album was this song called i'll destroy you okay very good some other songs i guess from the ones that i mentioned the brand new album this song is called same logic slash teeth very good i didn't mention this in albums but this song was very good ariel pink it's called feels like heaven uh let's see what else i had here lcd sound system call the police Mm. they actually performed on an snl very good and oh future islands aladdin and let's see real estate the the lead off track darling is fantastic and i want to mention one other song that i have i have this playlist of like my favorite songs of 2017 and i keep adding to them because i forget about you ever forget like oh yeah i like this song too I should oh add yeah it. totally i do you watch bojack horseman yeah did you see this last season no i actually i'm really bad i gotta catch up on on this season okay i loved all the other seasons well there's a song that plays uh during this season it's not really giving anything away mm-hmm. But it's it's a song, A Horse With No Name, right? By Which is by uh, um, America. Is that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mm-hmm. think so. So, and that song makes sense because it's the show about a horse. It's so sure. like the fact <laughs> they used it, it's like, oh, okay, finally. But they didn't use that version. They used a new cover. Oh, really? The cover version, which was, um, it's Patrick Carney from the Black Keys. He's the drummer. Oh, okay. So he he's he's arranged it. You know, he mm-hmm. does all the music. And apparently, and I didn't know this, his I guess his girlfriend is Michelle Branch. Remember Michelle Branch? Oh shit, really? So Michelle Branch is a singer on the cover. Huh. And it's great. Yeah. It's a great cover. 
All right, it's I gotta like check slightly, that out. <laughs> it's not only it's good because it's just it's similar enough, mm-hmm. but it's slightly sadder in okay. a way. And the way, she, like, just because of her voice, I don't know, it it does something. I just think it's so good. So that that I would put there is like up there is like one of my favorite songs of this That's year. That's awesome. Yeah, it's I gotta really check that good. Out then. I definitely check. I recommend checking throw, out that yeah, cover. Yeah, we should throw up all these these recommendations. We could do like an after yeah. post and, and provide links and stuff like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but I've I've been talking a lot about my stuff. So tell me about uh, yeah. What so you liked. I've been I, I feel like I've been kind of at least for the past few years focusing on a like a lot of fusion mm-hmm. stuff so uh bands that aren't necessarily one type of thing yeah um and this one band i just saw actually at brooklyn steel nice um they were incredible they're a band called turquoise they're mm-hmm. spelled t-u-r-k-u-a-z turquoise okay they're a brooklyn bass band mm-hmm and they combine funk with blues and uh they got like some every so often they'll have like some disco elements and elements from uh grabbing like a lot of the vibes from the 80s and mm-hmm. they're just wild they're all out there and they were absolutely incredible so i, I just took i definitely recommend checking out all their albums and i just yeah. took my favorite song from each of the albums that okay. they have their album called zerbert title uh, spelled z e r b e r t like like Sherbert, like Sherbert with a Z. With a Z, okay. My favorite song from there, and is it actually my favorite song that they do? It's called "Looking Tough, Feeling Good." Okay, so that's a, a great song. I really recommend uh, checking that out. They have a live album. It's called "A Live Affair," and I just recommend just listening to that album. It's just great. Okay, awesome. Um, the album Future '86, mm-hmm. and that has a song called "Picking Up," parentheses where you left off. Okay. Uh, that's kind of got like a reggae vibe to it. It's just really cool. And then on their newest album called, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Digiton- Digitonium? D-I-G-I-T-O-N-I-U-M. Okay. Uh, the song is called The Generator. And that's the song that's got like a lot of those 80s vibes to it. And oh, it's just, cool. It's, totally wild so the 80s are like back in now. oh absolutely yeah that's i so I've noticed I, that across i really the board. recommend checking them out they're very cool um another person who i was really into is diva mahal mm-hmm. and she's actually the daughter of there's the of the blues legend taj mahal oh she's wild she's got like it's it's like heavily focused on soul but it's not just soul it's got a little bit some songs have a bit more like grit like a rock kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Other songs are a bit more jazzy. And the songs I would definitely recommend, it's it's off of her self-titled album, uh, Run Deep. And that's okay. actually got uh, a, a rap part in it. So it's, it's featuring somebody else. So that's that's a really interesting vibe of taking that soul and rap together. Yeah. And then another album, another song, excuse me, called Snakes. And that's really got that kind of old school soul kind of from the you could definitely still feel vibes from the 60s or something like that that's cool it's very cool yeah um and then the other band there, there's two more there's butcher brown mm-hmm. and they also fall within this kind of fusion they're more of like a jazz fusion uh but with a bit of funk going so, on yeah you had like a theme this year yeah like, you, that's cool but i feel like yeah. i've been going through this theme for like the past few years i don't know i just kind of trading that, well, off that, different that, bands that's what happens to me is like you latch on to something mm-hmm. that's why like i haven't because i i like rap i do yeah. and there were there was times where i was like listening to like rap a lot mm-hmm. i just haven't been gravitating towards it lately for whatever reason i don't yeah. know i don't know what it is yeah, sometimes you just 
I don't know, you're in a, a specific mood for type of music. Yeah. They got some some cool stuff. They're uh they're more they're mainly instrumental mm-hmm. music. So they have an album called All Purpose Music. Mm-hmm. And the two songs I would really recommend from there uh is Country Boys. Mm-hmm. And that just straight up has like a country vibe, like kind of like a country twang okay, to cool. the instruments. But it's like like backed up by these like funky bass like grooves and horns and just everything that makes it awesome and then another song called forest green and Mm -hmm. that's got this weird kind of like i don't know envelope filter on the bass and it's kind of funky and just oh it's tasty and then finally they have a a new album called live at vagabond Mm -hmm. and a song called lysol oh like like the spray yeah but spelled l-y-s-o-l that's how it's spelled right is that how it's spelled i don't know but it's it's that's a weird kind of out of the like spacey kind of tune it's 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 very cool very nice and then finally just uh, topping it off is our buddy, the band Ghoulis. Yeah, buddy they, Jules. Yeah, they came out with a new album called Ghoulis in Love. And oh, okay. it's more of their just awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, well, the, I'm definitely checking that out. Absolutely. There's yeah. the two songs that I just absolutely loved was uh, Continent mm-hmm. and Future. Okay. And they just had that kind of, like, they both have really clever lyrics and just fun music behind it mm-hmm. i was actually like laughing at both of these songs just yeah. a- a- had a great time well so they seem like they're just they're having such a good time yeah and it actually it was funny because i felt like when i started listening to it i was like oh this kind of has i don't know it reminds me of paul simon's graceland oh interesting and then he actually references graceland in continent oh no way and i was just like that's that's weird. Is wow. uh, clearly he had a bit of a influence from from that, and I mean, I guess it makes sense. He was saying how that album was partly um, recorded in Ghana, right? So it right, has some right. of those vibes too. That makes sense. But yeah, and that's definitely, his place. definitely, definitely recommend checking it out. And if you haven't, definitely listened to our episode. Yes, with, uh, with, I guess we'll say Jules, right? Jules, yeah, Jules of Ghoulis. Yes. Yeah, because that, that was great. And we'd love to have him back on again. Absolutely. And definitely check out their music. Yeah, so I guess that, like, that kind of brings us back where, like I was saying in the beginning, there's so much out there mm-hmm. that comes out in a given year that the Grammys, it's hard to do everything justice. Yeah. Because there is so much else. And there's there's so much that it's never even going to be considered for something like a Grammy because it's just not it's not the popular thing. It's doesn't it's not selling, it's not doesn't have the mass appeal. I guess that's the big thing. It's like the mass appeal. Right. And it's it's unfortunate because a lot of the music is uh, what I would consider that quality music that should be considered rather as opposed to just something that I don't know, a million people listen to or whatever a billion people listen to just because it's the same formula of a song over and over again. I guess. But, you know, I think it, it it comes down to, like, it's cool if you're nominated for a Grammy, but if not, so what? You right. know, like, if you're doing yeah. what you love and you have an audience, mm-hmm. just enjoy that. And sometimes it's better to have a little, to be on, like, a lower Yeah, have, lower like, a niche, niche market kind of. Yeah, because once you get too big, sometimes that backfires too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've had that with bands that I really like where I don't want to see them in like a big stadium. Like, oh, I wish I'd seen them when they were smaller because it would have been more fun. Mm -hmm. I noticed something similar with when Chris Cornell came out with that album uh, Mm -hmm. that was produced by Timbaland. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, man. Like, you're Mm -hmm. so, he had like solo stuff that was kick ass, but it was just like, it totally fell within to that pop kind of just took the soul out of it. I mean, if you're around long enough, you're going to do things that might be missteps or that just you might try new things that maybe don't work for everyone. Mm-hmm. So 
that's always going to happen. But I'm curious that like if next year in 2018, I'm going to have like a totally different uh, music style that I'm into. Maybe I'll just be <laughs> listening to Blake Shelton all the time. Maybe I'll just be like, I love some bad country with even worse lyrics. Oh yeah, This is my thing now. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, so I think, you know, we we're talking about end of the year music. The next thing we want to do is go into movies. Yes. And that's something I think we'll do for probably our next episode. Mm-hmm. And I still, and I don't know about you, I'm a little behind on my movies. I've seen a couple. I won't. We don't have to mention them now. But um, I do have Star Wars tickets for yes. a couple of days. So we're going to have to kind of step up our movie game. Yeah. Just go see a movie every day and <laughs> clean out our bank accounts. Exactly. And, uh, It'll be worth that. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think we cover music pretty well. Yeah. Hope you guys like this episode. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll give you, um, we'll, we'll post things and yeah. about what we liked albums, uh, specific songs, mm-hmm. everything. We'll, we'll kind of yeah. arrange that. And let guys. us know what was your favorite songs of the year. What, what, uh, genre or like type of music were you really into this year? Yeah. And I'm really sorry for all the Blake Shelton fans. We don't, we didn't mean to alienate <laughs> you. If you like Blake Shelton, that's totally cool with us. Yeah. No, we, we love, love him. I mean, sexiest man he's the sexiest man alive yeah i mean it's you know it's a fact right yeah yeah all right okay (laughs) (laughs) we'll catch you next time guys thanks for listening peace peace